Welcome to Changeable. This is episode number 19, Gratitude and Contentment in the New Paradigm. Welcome, and thanks for tuning in to Changeable, a podcast about breaking habits, ending anxiety, and the ironic way change really works. And now, here's your host, Dr. Amy Johnson. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Changeable. In honor of the Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S. this week, I wanted to talk a little bit about gratitude and thankfulness and contentment within this new paradigm, because Gratitude in particular, I think it it um, presents a really interesting kind of old paradigm, new paradigm comparison that hopefully gives us an opportunity to see even more about this new paradigm. So to really see who we are as human beings, what's true of all of us, how we operate, what our default settings are, you know, how our mind works, not how your mind works or my mind works, because that's that's the psychology piece of it. That's what's always coming and going. And frankly, relatively speaking, isn't all that important or interesting. But what we all have in common, what doesn't change, because that's where this new paradigm looks. So gratitude is an interesting one. Um, I know for a lot of us in, I guess it was the early 2000s, um, gratitude was a huge thing, right? Oprah talked about it all the time. She said, keep your gratitude journal by your bed every single night, write three things that you're grateful for. I did it for a long time. Um, the secret and all the you know law of attraction and manifesting stuff was out and its fuel was gratitude. So it, it wasn't so much a description, although it had a, a a bit of description in there, but it was more of a prescription. It was more like, all right, if you want to get stuff, if you want to feel stuff and you want to be stuff and you want cars and jobs and whatever kind of life you want, gratitude is your rocket fuel. That was what it taught us, right? So be grateful. So again, everybody got out their gratitude journal and wrote down the wonderful things that happened and and what they wanted to happen. You know, there were those journals too, like not what actually happened, but writing as if things had happened. And they're really interesting exercises. And and I personally had some amazing experiences with them, actually, especially about the things that you want to have happen. I wrote out details, details, and months and years later, a lot of that stuff kind of did come to pass in a somewhat, maybe somewhat similar way as to, to how I'd written it. And certainly going through life with an eye toward being grateful and what we're grateful for, even if it's just like, okay, I'm going to have to write three things tonight. What are they going to be? Having that, having that antenna out for good things. You can't really say much bad about that. I mean, it's, it's nice, right? It makes sense. It makes sense. And so I know like probably many of you, I did that for years and that's kind of the old paradigm uh, treatment of gratitude. It now, this is just how I see it. But it was, um, it was definitely a practice. It was like any practice. It was designed to get us somewhere. And if you were more on the law attraction side of things, it was designed to get you whatever you wanted to attract into your life. And for everyone else, it was just a nice thing that helped you feel better. You know, to think about consciously and track what you're grateful for. Again, fine, well and good. Now, the new paradigm, 
there aren't any strategies. There aren't any getting you anything. You know, there's none of that means to an end or a vehicle toward anything. It's just simply a description of who we are and how we work. But I've seen some really interesting things about gratitude that might sound common sense to you. They they kind of do to me now, but at the time they were kind of shocking. I, I didn't really expect this. And, you know, the biggest thing I saw was that gratitude is there by default. I just thought like, well, you got to think about what you're grateful for. You know, even if you're not consciously conjuring it up so that you can write it in a list, like it, it, I don't know, it felt like more of where, where we land, like where our mind lands. It felt more mental and more on the psychological side of things, just to me. But what I started to see as my mind got quieter, as I came to see more about this new paradigm and my mind got quieter and I started living not all the time, but more often than I had been in a place of um, kind of a resting place of just peace and contentment and little blips of stuff come through all the time, of course, but feeling myself sort of bounced back to home more and more quickly, more and more naturally, was that in those moments when when I really didn't have much of anything on my mind, we're always thinking, but I wasn't there thinking up anything. I was just kind of in the moment. Gratitude was huge in many cases. I mean, it was a gigantic part of my experience, just overwhelming gratitude for anything, everything, you know, not for like, I mean, sometimes for house and my family and things like that, but just anything. Gratitude for just being alive. Just grateful for my coffee, how delicious my coffee is. It's really good. Like just anything. It's not the kind of stuff you would have thought up, but I really, really noticed and saw and felt, wow, it's, it's there in the space beneath and beyond all the thinking. And I certainly didn't put it there. Like we can't really put anything there. there. Just what's there is there. And as I've shared in this podcast before, what's there is kind of everything we're looking for. It's all the good stuff. It is the contentment. It is apparently the gratitude, which I hadn't really thought of. It is the clarity. It is the peace. You know, it's connection with other people. All that good stuff that we're looking for is there beyond our intellect, beyond our, our talking minds. And gratitude is no exception, apparently, because, again, I just had so many experiences of really getting quiet and just feeling so grateful for everything and nothing. And I think that's, I think it's just so huge to look at that. You know, it's not to pick out gratitude and talk about it separately, but again, to see there's nothing at all in the world wrong with adding things doing practices that feel good. We all do them. We all do. We all add things to our lives. It's, it's common sense. It's wise to do that. And we can, we can add gratitude in that way also. And again, if you're in the U.S. and you're celebrating Thanksgiving this week, you might do that. You might go around the table and say what you're grateful for, or you might just think it up in your own mind and might feel really good. Every single morning when I finish yoga and we sit on our mats, we have a moment of gratitude. And it just starts with Usually they'll just say, just starting with, you know, the fact that you made it to your mat this morning, just what's right here in front of you. Let's just feel gratitude for it. It's a wonderful practice. 
And we don't have to add it. You can add it if you want to, but you don't have to add it because it's there in the quiet. It's there already, which means it's a lot closer than it seems. You know, we don't need to work at it. You don't need to think it up. You don't need to write it down. You can if you want, but you don't need to because it's who you are. And if you just feel for it, sense it in there, kind of let it up, it'll come up. It'll flood you at times. It's really, really awesome when it does that. Gratitude is there when our mind isn't creating problems. I don't even mean problems, like I'm saying problems, you know, but when our mind isn't talking about what we don't have, what we wish we had, what's missing, what time it is, what's for dinner, you know, any of that. When our mind isn't having that conversation, gratitude is what's there. In terms of just seeing this new paradigm more and more, when I share this with people in Little School of Big Change or with my clients and people often ask like, this is great. How do I have more of these insights? How do I have more? I want more. I want more insights. I want better insights. I want faster, deeper insights. What Sydney Banks, who you heard about in, I don't know, maybe episode seven or so with Rohini Ross, we heard about Sid a little bit. And what he always said about that, always said from what I hear about insights is the best way to help yourself have more insights is to be really grateful for the ones you've had. And there's a couple meanings to that. One is, you know, like, like, yeah, let's be grateful for that. And maybe that kind of keeps us attuned to it, right? Kind of like walking through life, knowing that you're going to write three things tonight. So you're sort of attuned to it. But another side of that is that when our mind isn't saying, I want more, better, deeper, I don't, my insights aren't good enough. Gratitude is what you have. And that in itself is insight because we're, we're touching what's real and what's, what's deep within us. In my book, Being Human, there's a chapter called A New Way to Make a Wish. And I wrote that about, um, it was inspired by my daughter, Willow, who was, I think, like two at the time. We, um, we would go for walks in this park and she'd be in her stroller and have, you know, she, we had to, you know, how two-year-olds are, you have to bring like a whole a whole bag of stuff, right? So she'd have Hoppy, who she still has, her little stuff bunny and her pacifier and whatever she had as a two-year-old. And we'd go to this fountain. And I remember going to this fountain one time and giving her some pennies. And she loved throwing the pennies in, but she didn't really know why she was throwing pennies in. She just knew I was handing her money and it was okay to throw it in a fountain. And that was fun. So I said, make a wish, you know, and it, and I wrote about it. I'll, I'll, you'll remember, or you can hear it there better than how I'll remember it now because it's been a while. But she kind of had this weird look, what's a wish, right? She didn't know what a wish was. And the whole concept for a two-year-old, the concept of thinking of something that you don't currently have and wanting it, <laughs> even as I say that, it's kind of nuts, thinking up something that you don't currently have and then deciding that you want it, what wishing for that, it made no sense to her. Now, again, part of that is just the intellect and the, the mental abilities of a two-year-old, but I thought that was so fascinating. Wow, she doesn't even have the ability to think about stuff she doesn't have and long for it. Isn't that amazing? So what it turned into is I said, oh, I tried to explain to her, oh, a wish is when you, you know, think about something you want and you throw a penny in and maybe it'll come true. And she, uh, okay. So she looks around and she's like, I wish for Hoppy. 
Poppy's right in front of her. I wish for my toy. I wish for the fountain. I wish for a walk. That was all she could do is wish for and want and be grateful for what was right in front of her. And I just love that so much. I hadn't thought about that in terms of gratitude so much until just recently when I was thinking about this episode. And, you know, that's gratitude. When our, Again, when our mind isn't saying, I want something I don't have, this isn't it, this isn't good enough. Gratitude is what's there by default. It's what's there by nature. And as we get older and our minds do travel around and say, oh, that's nice and I wish this and wish that, you know, that's just what's happened as we've grown up. It's happened to Willow now that she's almost nine instead of two. As that happens, you know, it's also really awesome and fascinating to think, huh, what if that's just our mind traveling there? What if we are actually really content and grateful for what's right in front of us? We just have this mind that likes to travel into the past and future and make stuff up and then long for it. Kids don't have that. Adults do. But we don't have to take that so seriously either. It's a really fascinating little look at just, wow, I'm just grateful for what's right here. Just that I've made it to my mat this morning. Just Hoppy sitting right here on my lap. You're full of gratitude. That's so cool to know. We're full of gratitude. It's just like a little pressure valve. We just kind of need to relax and it starts coming up. Like let it, like just let it kind of rise within you because it's in there. So I hope this discussion of gratitude as it pertains to this new paradigm has been helpful and hopefully it'll help you see a little bit more about the new paradigm and who you are really and what we're made of, what our default settings are and how good things really are, because that's the whole point. We're not just here exploring some paradigm or some framework or whatever. It's really great news, and it's incredible to see more about this. And I, I hope you're starting to see that for yourselves as you, as you listen to this. I'm so grateful for this understanding. I say that and think it all the time. So grateful for this understanding. I'm so grateful for the people that I get to share it with and my school, and my clients, and you listening, you know, that, that people are interested in this, and that they hear something in it. It's, it's the coolest thing in the world. So thank you. Thank you very much for listening to this. I, I hope this one's been helpful. Thank you for listening to Changeable. If you're enjoying this podcast, please let me know. Please subscribe and leave a review so others who need change can find their way here. If you want more on how change really happens, head over to dramyjohnson.com and grab the free PDF, Three Simple Ways to Break Free from Habits, Anxiety, and Addiction, even when you've already tried everything else. See you next week.